Do you ever feel like you are the only one living a life that is too hard to handle? Welcome to the In Raw Life podcast, where we're going to talk about real life in its raw form. Each week, we'll dive into the stuff that nobody really likes to talk about because it's uncomfortable, painful, a little awkward, or just weird. We want to normalize all of that and help you realize that you can live out your dream even in life's messiness. I'm Sierra. And I'm Jessica. And we're living our dream lives in real life, in raw life. Welcome back to another episode of the In Raw Life podcast. We're ecstatic you're here today. Um, We are alive and well. Well, we are sort of well. I I have my kids at home with me still because of COVID, so... Sorry if there's some interruptions, but hey, we're covering self-care and we're going to get to it one way or another today. Exactly. And I'm I'm pretty excited about today's because I feel really strongly about this. And it's funny because it's not something that I don't think anybody or most people don't really think of as self-care. Yeah, that's true. Um, but as I have become, I have to say, pretty good at this at least pretty good. Yeah. It really is something that I'm finding myself thanking myself for all the time and being really appreciative of the fact that it's something I have developed and, and can fall back on. Like it, it really fuels my whole life in a sense. So today's self-care. Wait. Oh, wait. We go. Shouldn't we tell them all the things that we should tell them? Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay, okay. You have COVID brain fog. I have pregnancy brain. So one yes. of us has to remember something. Between the two of us. Before we reveal today's grand self-care routine, <laughs> <laughs> we want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show because that will help our podcast grow. So wherever you're listening to the podcast, just hit the little <laughs> subscribe button. Give us a five-star rating if you're free. And if you have an extra minute, write a sentence of how awesome we are. So that way the um, podcast platforms know to spread our stuff. And you can also follow along with us on Facebook. We record there live now. What up, Facebook? Hey! (laughs) Um, You can join us. Uh, We have an exclusive group called Empowered Unstoppable Women. We'd love to have you be a part of it. You can you know, encourage other women there, watch us record the podcast live, all those things. So check us out over on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. All right. Now that the uh, homework paperwork, housekeeping, housekeeping, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. (laughs) Is complete. Jessica, tell them what is today's self-care? So today's self-care that we're talking about is financial self-care. Ooh, what I know. is that? Right? that like, bizarre. Does it mean bizarre? Could be a little scary. Um, but basically, it's just the actions. According to the Instagram post we keep following, it's the actions we take to develop financial literacy and habits. So, like healthy financial habits. And there, some of their examples are getting a financial coach or prioritizing your debts. But really, it's. It's those, and I would even say it's just being knowledgeable on your finances. Mm. Like I, I've come to realize over the past few years that honestly, like the definition of poor, wealthy, rich, whatever 
is all in your mind. Like, and, and this is coming from somebody who is a single mom, one income, like I get it. I, I, I don't, you know, I've been not making a ton of money. I make a decent amount of money. Like I get it. I came from the military world where we also didn't get a lot of money on that one single income or whatever I helped do with it. And I've realized that feeling as though you don't have money or being poor really is in your mind. And it just depends on how you use it. I mean, any financial person that you'll listen to is the most important thing to do is live within your means. So if you know how much you make, even if it looks like not a lot in the bank account, you just have to make sure that you're spending less or just up to that. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. That's, that's pretty much the, the super simple basics of it. Um, but something that I've done for my own financial self-care to get to this point where I feel this way is working on my money mindset. Because I came from a place where I grew up um, not wealthy, not in like a wealthy family, not in a family that had an overabundance of money. And we were surrounded by people who did have an overabundance of money and things. And so that really kind of set the stage for my mindset around money. And you know, if we went in someplace, it was always you go to the sale racks and if you um, like wanted something, it was not always, it usually was not a guarantee that you could have it or get it. So I kind of learned not to ask for things. I learned that I don't get a lot of things. I learned that things are expensive and money is hard to come by. But as an adult, I, um, especially the past few years, like I said, I've really honed in on listening to the right financial people, the right books, reading the right books, podcasts. And just tiny little tweaks while I was making very little money as a single mom gave me like the abundance. I am wealthy mindset, which has set the stage for like all of the amazing things that I've been able to make happen in my life. Like being able to have a second child and being able to purchase a house still as a single mom and you know, all the things that have come into my life. So that is kind of the basics of the idea behind it for me, at least. What would you say, Sierra? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think mindset does have a lot to do with it because you have to accept that what you have is enough, you know, like no matter what, no matter how how much income you have, no matter what's in your house or not. I mean, because like Jay Jay and I were just talking uh, the other day, Cause we're trying to like clear out all of our stuff, right? We've moved with all of our junk mm-hmm. from California to Florida, from Florida to New Jersey now. And like, it's just a matter of like having to go through it and get rid of it, which is a daunting task. And that's the reason we haven't done it is because it's daunting. And so he said, like, when it comes to, cause we're talking about like wherever we move next, like this isn't our forever home. It's small. <clears throat> we It's only got one bathroom. We definitely want a bigger house. And we like, we'll probably, you know, move in five years or so. But he said, I don't think like, he said, we've got, we've got to fix the stuff before then because mm-hmm. we don't have a house problem. We have a stuff problem. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to fill the next big, we could buy a big, beautiful mansion with all the space in the world. And we'll fill that with our junk if we don't get rid of our junk. 
And so I think like it, it's same when it comes to your money mindset, like you have to know that you have enough or too much, you know, like it doesn't, you don't need more things. You don't need more possessions. You need financial freedom. You need to be debt free. And that, that is something that we do have, which is why Mm -hmm. we can, you know, look at bigger houses for the future, even though our income hasn't changed that much. It's because we don't live in debt. We live debt free and we don't spend on like things we don't have. If we don't have it, we don't buy it. And we wait until we can afford it. We save up. And it's funny, like our society has is become such a now society, like every, you know, order it on, order it on Amazon. It'll be their same day. But realistically, like that's not teaching us as individuals, character, perseverance, strength, patience, like all of those things are really beautiful too. And those come with working hard for something, waiting for something, you know, like when we're kids, we saved up in our piggy bank. Like my, my son has a chart to see when he can afford his Megalodon car wash and he's going to get it as soon as he can afford it. But he has to like, he's learning the value of hard work because every time he empties the dishwasher, he gets 50 cents. Or every time he helps my husband with some lawn work, he gets a dollar, you know, like, so it's all adding up and it's, it's teaching him this like perseverance or whatever. But once you get to a certain age where you can get a credit card, you're like, ah, screw it. I'll just get my Megalodon car wash now and Mm. I'll pay for it later. And that like, we're missing out on this huge chunk of like self-control, which is therefore making us go into debt, which is therefore destroying part of us. Like we think we're, we're giving ourselves more by rewarding ourselves with these things that we want, but really because we don't have this, uh, the patience or the perseverance and because we are sure, buddy, sorry, (laughs) patience, perseverance, he's asking for a brownie to eat in four hours from now (laughs) because he's got, (laughs) he's got (laughs) self-control. Um, Anyway, like we, when we just give, give, give now, we, we think we're happier because we're filling this need. It's like, oh, I bought this thing and it makes me feel so happy. But no, what feels really, what makes me, you feel good inside is being Mm debt-free, being able to go and buy something without guilt because there's no debt associated with it, or there's no, you know, looming bills or anything. So I think it really is about shifting your mindset to say like, I have the strength and perseverance to wait for this. And that by waiting for this until I actually have it, I can enjoy it that much more. I think that's a huge key there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the debt-free thing, I honestly really dove into it after Jay got into Dave Ramsey and was like reading his book. And I was like, oh, you know, let me look into that. And then like more stuff would come up, of course, because like, probably Instagram was listening or whatever. So I would see things. So, and I talk about this actually in an old podcast episode. I think I touch on a few of these things, but an old podcast episode of ours really early on, it was like episode number 18. It was a quick boost. So it was probably like 15, 20 minutes. Um, it was, your it was probably 10. <laughs> You're efficient. Um, I don't know. Cause I was covering a lot of stuff, but it was, could I really become debt-free? And that is like the first, that really is the first step in financial self-care is making that plan to be debt-free so you can be like, feel the financial freedom. And between Dave Ramsey's, you know, steps of snow, like focusing on snowballing debt and 
I do love this quote of his, like live like no one else. So you can live like no one else. Meaning live like no one else now, like bare minimum Spartan. You don't need to be constantly going out. You don't need to be buying all these things. Like what you have is enough. You just need to be buying the essentials, of course, and living very much within or below your means so you can pay off the debt. And then once the debt's paid off and you start saving appropriately or you have like the right little money pockets for different things, then you get to live like no one else (laughs) because you get to live, like you get to know exactly what you want and you buy it when you want it because you have the money and there's no debt associated with it. Um, so I talk a lot about him and I think I even cover, like uh, talk a little bit about the budget mom who I love too. You can find her on Instagram, but between the two of them, I figured out how to pay off my debt properly. So I am debt free, like until in a couple of weeks when I officially close on a house by myself, (laughs) which is crazy pants to me. Like that's something I've been dreaming of, but also never was sure how that was going to happen until the past few years. And now I'm like, wow, this is happening. <laughs> um, like I, I have these little different saving pockets of, you know, for Emmeline or for the new baby or for things for the house, um, vacation fund so that I'm always putting away like whatever is an overage from, you know, the essentials of roof of our head, food in our bellies, electricity, stuff like that. Everything else gets saved appropriately. It's not just this random extra money that's just sitting around that I could be like, oh, well, I have it so I can spend it. It's very intentional so that when it's time to, you know, go away for three days this weekend with Emmeline for a big birthday celebration for her uh, with her best friend, I don't have to worry about where that money is coming from because it's already allotted. Like it's already there. It's amazing. Or like I have a car fund and if something comes up with the car, I don't freak out anymore. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I have to pay this hundreds of dollars for something for the car because it's already taken care of. So I'm always like thanking myself. Like it really is self-care that I'm, I've planned appropriately because I'm taking care of me and myself and there's zero worry around it. And then anytime, like even, you know, of course with the house coming up, there's a lot of expenses and it gets a little like, oh, oh my goodness, how am I exactly going to do this and the things that are needed around it? But then I just remind myself that it's always like, I have the abundance mindset. It's always around. It's always coming. I am abundant and it always works out. So it's going to work out. I'll say too, like the whole, um, live like no one else. So you can live like no one else. When you live like no one else in the beginning, it feels weird, you know, because you're saying no to things that you want to say yes to like going out or whatever, buying things. And also all the people around you, they are going into debt. So it feels weird. Like, oh, they all have newer cars that they are going into debt for. And they have, mm-hmm. you know, these big, like they refinance their home. Also not a, like not a great financial decision, but it feels great in the moment for them because now they're redoing their living room or whatever the case may be. And, you know, like you're still living in this space of feeling like without, right? Like mm-hmm. you see all these people around you who are li- living with and you're living without and um but the thing that's that shifts and it happens pretty quickly like it feels hard in the moment but once you start to pay off your debt like once you're snowballing Mm -hmm. it and you've got like you've you've got money to spend 
And then you start getting savings built up. You're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is incredible. And then you start realizing like the older you get, this is only going to continue, right? Like you've, you're developing these habits now and you're building up this wealth so that way, when you're like, when you're retired, when you're older, you've got all of this, this, all these finances built up, which you can then use for man, my brain fog (laughs) hard enough as it is. Where was I at? You were getting at the point of like, you you don't have to worry in the future either then like when you're retired or when it's yeah it's, it's a it's you're that's at the point where like a lot of people don't actually prepare for and then they get there and they're like what do I do now yeah exactly exactly and so when you're like you're taking these steps now when everyone else is you know spending and and living however but now all these people are going to grow up and get retired and not have any income to live off of because they spent it all in their youth mm-hmm. which I mean, I guess there's that debate where like, enjoy it while you're young, but like, also I don't want to be a stressed old person. I want to be on yachts when I have all the time. And, and well, see, I, I have the perspective of when you do it the right way, you're able to enjoy the now mm-hmm. and have it in the future. Like that's yeah. how I'm setting myself up personally. Cause I am enjoying, like I take vacations now. I make very intentional purchases for things that I like for myself or for mm-hmm. my family. And I also know that I'm taking care of for the future and that I won't dip into that. Yeah. So that I'm taking care of then too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's true. You've got to take care of like, it's almost like financial self-care is taking care of you in all areas of your life, like mm-hmm. now and future you. Yeah. Because it's yeah it just I don't know like it feels so I feel like there's some people out there who are just like no I'm not gonna do it and to you I say I pity you I pity that you don't understand how amazing it feels to Mm -hmm. be debt free like that feeling in itself feels so incredible yeah and it really is not unattainable like I I I know it's not it sounds so like oh that's a pipe dream and certain people get to do that but really anybody can do it. Yeah. Like if we can do it, anybody can do it. (laughs) And neither of us have a financial background. No. Or necessarily like we're brought up that way. I don't think you were brought up that way, right? Yeah. So anyone can do it. And when you get there, like you are going to thank yourself so much. You have no idea. I'll say like for me, the biggest thing that is hard is checking my bank statement. Cause like as an Enneagram seven, I like to avoid checking the finances. I don't like to see the debt we're in. And so like my husband is really good at it and he keeps me on top of it and I've become better at it. Like I've had to actively tell myself to check the bank statements and see where we're at and to be on top of it. But like, it's, I guess you have to, again, shift your mindset. So it's not like when I check the bank, it's not limiting. It's not telling me like the little bit of money that I have, it's showing me like how much I have to spend and what I can do, what I get to do with it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it really is like, I just, I cannot stress enough how relieving it is to not have to worry. Like you said, like you still go on vacations, you still buy things for yourself. Like when, and, and the thing that's different between doing it now versus doing it 10 years ago when you didn't have it 
is you can do it without guilt. Like you can go on the vacation and know you're fine. You can buy the thing for yourself and freaking enjoy it instead of beating yourself up because you shouldn't have bought that for yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you just get to enjoy this life and you get to feel really freaking proud of yourself because you saved up for that and made that happen for yourself, which is incredible. Yep, exactly. Amen. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. I think we did it. All right. (laughs) Well, on that note, then let us bid adieu. <laughs> Seeing as the love. I have a crazy five year old who wants to shout into the camera. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, hey, Facebook. <laughs> he fell out of bed today, he's saying. If only he knew his audience. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on another episode um be sure to rate review and subscribe and also we'd love to have you be part of the show if you want to be part of the show send us what balance means to you to hello at inreallife.com and we might feature you at the beginning of a show and remember if you're listening or watching on youtube and you're not in our group yet make sure you go find us on facebook work-life balance for empowered unstoppable women we would love to have you there and then you would get all of the antics that you may have vaguely heard about on the podcast today and you get it early um and until next week i hope that you start making a plan even if you've already started into your debt-free financial freedom plan really look at it make sure that you are making the right decisions for you and your family and your future and then go ahead and thank yourself for everything that you have done.